Hey guys, well it's that special day, you know the one I'm talking about, Saturday. <laughs> no, I mean Christmas, come on now, I'm not that silly. Anyhow, I'm doing something extra special for you guys this week. It's a movie review, yep, and it's on one of my faves too. Sing, or on this case, Sing 2. I waited all summer for the movie, and trust me, it did not disappoint so stick around for this awesome movie review with my dear old dusty dad. Wait, what? Did I say that out loud? I meant trusty. Trusty dad. That's better. That's more like it. As we give you the father-daughter one-two punch on this movie for your Christmas and winter holiday. Enjoy! Welcome to All Things Madison, the podcast exclusively for kids, sure to tickle your funny bone while learning something new at the same time. You'll hear from talking bears, laughing unicorns, and farting sloths. Here's your host, Madison Lauren. Please enjoy the show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I'm your host, Madison Lauren, and welcome to my show. Each week, we introduce you to exciting people with cool jobs behind the scenes of new places or we review books movies and topics that kids care about oh yeah and the show is produced by my dad the goofball you might hear from time to time and supported in part by kids listen and if you'd like to support us you can simply go to patreon.com forward slash all things madison we'll be updating the page soon oh and be sure to click the subscribe button like now <laughs> Now on to the show. We'll return in just a moment. Newsy Palooza, we've outgrown the jacuzzi. We needed a pool. Because we're a news pool for curious kids. And adults. Join us as we dive deep into the big news story of the week. Which might be politics. Or more likely, some super duper science story. Either about happenings here on Earth. Or up in space. Also the latest tech news. Sports news. Arts, culture, and entertainment. Darling. <laughs> and we always like to end with an oddball. A story to make you smile. Newsy Paloozy, the news pool pod. New episodes every Wednesday. <laughs> And now back to the show. Hey guys, today we're going to do a movie review on Sing 2, you know, for the Christmas weekend. Playback! Guys, this is the entertainment capital of the world. I'll give you three weeks to get this show up and running. Johnny, you're going to be working with the number one choreographer in Red Shore City. Yuck! That is rubbish! So bad! Ow! He's freaking me out! Tippitos! Tippitos! I don't see your tippitos! My love is like a rocket with your blaster! I'm really having second thoughts about this. I can't do this! Can I try? This girl is on fire! Terrific! But can she act? Take that, you nasty alien monster! Did I do good? Oh boy. You have no idea what you're getting into. Whatever podunk town they crawled out of, that's where they belong. I got you. We cannot let that bully steal our hopes and dreams. Guts. Faith. 
These are the things you need now. Good evening. It is my pleasure to present to you a brand new show featuring the return of Clay Calloway. Clay Calloway. Take your seat. The journey of a lifetime is about to begin. Mm, I don't suppose any of you can tap dance, huh? And I got my dad in here with me. Hello, everyone. So, I'm going to have the first question. So, Daddy, knowing that you're a creator and always doing things, how did it motivate you? So, the movie motivated me in ways that I can say that was really positive. And as a creator, um, one of the things I like to look at is, like, how does the movie speak to me as a creator, right? As a person that creates stuff. So, to your point... When I was watching the movie, uh, what I thought was, uh, well, how I'm developing Sleepy Steve right now. So those of you guys may or may not know, but I have a uh, kid's book. It's called The Fantastical Adventures of Sleepy Steve, which you can get it anywhere, actually. But we are now in the process of making that into an animation um, or what you call a cartoon. And so from my side of it, um, as the creator and the person that has developed the characters and developed the world, uh, of Sleepy Steve, I'm now in a position of developing the world of the dream state, right? Which we call the dreamscape in the book and in the uh, show. So I'm in the process of developing that and making that something to be really wonderful and exciting and pull kids in. So I'm looking at the, um, the, the movie scene and I'm like, wow, these guys took elements from Alice in Wonderland and Willy Wonka. And they took, you know, influence from that. And that's the kind of thing we have to do as creators. We have to think, okay, you don't always want to necessarily recreate the wheel, but you also look at other things that you can take inspiration from and that might influence your work. So yeah, that was a great question, Madison. So my question to you, Madison, what did you think of Sing 2 and how did it compare to Sing 1? Well, Daddy, that's a great question. I have to say, I think Sing 2 was better to me, but Sing 1 gave the story. Okay, so can you elaborate on that? Explain why you thought Sing 2 was better than Sing 1 outside of the story. What else do you think that it meant to you in ways that you thought it might have been better than Sing 1? Well, Sing 2 was better because like, it had an adventure mood to me. And Sing 1, to me, it was just kind of basic. like It was just the introduction. Sing 2 lets the story to be whole. And it doesn't let the story fall off like on the Christmas tree. So next question. Who was your favorite character, Daddy? My favorite character was the little koala bear dude. At, wait, I know his name. Um, his name is Willie. No, wait a minute. Uh, David. Um, wait a minute. It was Darius. Wait, stop. His name was um, Larry. Wait a minute. It'll, it'll come to me. Teddy. Uh, <laughs> um. Let's see. Uh, Buster. Buster Rhymes. Buster Move. Buster, Buster Moon. Is that it? Yes. <laughs> Took you long enough. <laughs> Buster Moon. Buster Moon. Buster Moon. Yes, that's my dude. You know, I like Buster so much is because I personally could relate to him. 
The thing is, um, we as artists, we often find ourselves in a position where we're not taken seriously, where people don't, um, they don't take our work as seriously as we like for them to, or they may not give us the credence or the, you know, the acknowledgement or the praise for what we do. Um, a lot of times we don't make money at our craft or we don't make, make enough money at the craft. And then when you do finally get on, it's still never enough because you could get on, you could be successful. You can show and prove that what you have is good, but it's still not good enough for the majors. It's not good enough for the big people. It's not good enough for the people that I call the gatekeepers that keep us from getting to the stardom or to the ultra success that we really deserve. And I think that's what this movie really spoke to for me was because Buster from the first movie, he had a vision to create the show and he had ran into all these obstacles and then he was able to pull the show off and make it successful. This go around now, he has a successful show at a popular theater and they're selling out every night and he's trying to get them to the next level, but he invites in a, a talent agent and they don't think that they're good enough. They don't think that they're big enough. They don't think that the act is big enough or that the idea or concept is big enough. And you run into that a lot in what we do. So from my end of it, being a producer, being a director, being a writer, and especially being outside of the industry for so long, um, I've ran into that so many times where you have to keep going. You cannot get discouraged. You can't get down. And what you saw when he hit those, you know, those rock bottom points during the movie where he felt deflated and he felt like giving up, it was somebody that stepped in right on time to help pick him up and help him stay encouraged and stay motivated, right? And so that's what we have to do. That's like you and I, that's what we do, right? Whenever you see me get a little down, you know, you cheer me up. I see you get a little down, I cheer you up. And that's what we have to do as a team. But understand, guess what? That you do the same thing for your team, your real team that you work with, right? If you, Especially if you're the leader, he was the leader. So if you're the leader, you have to have that sort of, you know, conviction and that sort of confidence to come in and say, Hey, I'm going to pick myself up. I'm going to dust myself off. Somebody might have said that I wasn't good enough. Somebody said, might have said we weren't good enough, but guess what? We are good enough. We are going to do this and we are going to be successful no matter what. And you keep trying, you keep going forward. So that's what I would say. I would say that's the thing I would tell you guys is my relatability to Buster, um, Buster Moon was just simply in the fact that he had the tenacity and he had the strength and the courage to keep going forward. And I think that's what this movie, for me anyway, that's what this movie spoke to. So now my question to you, Madison, is who do you feel you most related to or identified with in the movie? Well, I feel like I'm most related to Ash because he has such a good talent and she knows her value. So let me make sure. Ash was the pig? The pig? The porcupine. Oh, Lord. The pig was Rosita. Okay. I like her character because, like, in that one scene, how she stuck up for herself when the dude only gave her half of the money, like, that everybody else was paying. Uh, you felt like by her standing up for herself, that was what? What did that mean to you? Well, that meant to me that she is courageous mm-hmm. and she wasn't afraid. And I want to be like her and, and the part that is courageous. So what else would you say about Ash that you identified with um, as the movie went along? Well, another part of the story that I identify with Ash is how she helped Clay Calloway come out of his shell because he was in really depression. And she was a really essential part of the story because without her, they would have not gotten the part. Next question. 
So, Daddy, being in the entertainment business, how can you relate to the story? Well, that's a great question, Madison. And I'm going to kind of piggyback on what I just said with my answer about who I really liked. So in this business, what you come to learn is that there is full of a lot of ups and downs, probably actually more downs than ups. So you have to be motivated. You have to stay true to your convictions and your dreams. And you have to find a good you know, team to have around you. That's important. I think that's what this movie told me is that Buster had built a team of people that had his back, that believed in his vision and what he was doing, but also that these were people that they believed in each other, right? And I think it's one of the biggest things in this industry that we have to understand. You cannot do it by yourself. So many people are so talented that they think that they can write and direct and produce and edit, and they can do all these different things for their projects. And they can, but usually it doesn't come off the way that you want. Usually it comes off less than professional. You assemble a team of people and these are the people that you have to trust, that you have to know are going to be down with you. They're going to take that hike and that journey with you because it's a very long, winding and dark road sometimes. And we have to be able to know we have people in our corners that we can lean on and they can lean on us. And that was one of, the, I think, the biggest themes for me is that it's difficult. The industry is difficult. As you know, it's hard. The agent, the talent scout and talent agent coming out and thinking that they weren't good enough or the guy that comes in with the money and his daughter comes in and she doesn't even have any talent and she gets to be a leading role just because the father has money. Stuff like that happens all the time. Right. But what you know is as a creator, you can't let those things knock you down and take you away from what your mission and your objective is. Right. So sometimes you have to make little tweaks, little changes to your stuff because the people with the money or the distributor or the buyer or the network or broadcaster, any of those things, right? Um, They might want those changes, but you still have to find a way to stay true to yourself. And that's why I tell, you know, Madison all the time. And so I'm telling you guys as well is like continue to find a way to stay true to who you are, stay true to yourself. I think that's what this movie really spoke to. So Madison, I would say this is a great family film. And I mean, I I just said what I think the message was to me, but what do you think the message was uh, to family? Well, I think the message was that you're supposed to know your value. Don't let anybody get in your way. I like that. So by knowing your value, you don't get underpaid or you don't get taken advantage of. Mm. Makes a lot of sense. And that's really big in the creative energy. Yes, it is. So Madison, in closing... What would you say to the parents out there sitting on the fence um, who are thinking about watching this movie during the Christmas season, taking their kids out, maybe getting them out of the house, going to the movie theaters? What would you say to those parents or those grandparents or those aunties or uncles? Well, I just have to say it was a really good Christmas experience. Oh, yes. And the movie was so good. I think everyone can get an experience out of it. That sounds good. So you would encourage them to go? I definitely would. So on that note, we wish you guys a very Merry Christmas, a blessed and happy and prosperous 2022 coming up. We wanted to just jump on a real quick conversation to share with you guys and do a quick movie review because we were talking about it in the car. And I was like, Madison, this would make for a great uh, movie review so folks can hear what our conversations are like, right? And she's like, yeah, let's do it. So uh, this is kind of a different thing for us, a bit of a different format. Um, the other thing I want to let you know, Madison, tell them about what's coming up with uh, All Things Madison. 
So guys, stay tuned for some really cool stuff. We got a new product and just... For 2022, we have some amazing things coming at you guys. So the show is going to be developed for a video format. So that's for YouTube, but it's also for the streaming platforms. Um, we're working on some stuff with uh, some of the streamers to get out on a much, much bigger you know, capacity. We are also, uh, we got new um, segments coming animated segments we've got new uh new characters that we're introducing i mean you name it this thing is really about to blow over the top are you excited Madison? i am definitely excited so we want you guys to stay tuned oh you almost let me forget we have new clothing coming she's got what the logos being redesigned we redid everything so what are you guys about to see for 2022 is going to be nothing short of stupendous i agree okay so you guys stay with us. Um, thanks for tuning in today. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye. We'll return in just a moment. Ooh, we, you are sharp girl. <laughs> oh, daddy. Seriously. You are fly. I don't think they say that anymore. Mm, crunk. Nope. Jiggy. Definitely not. You should stop. You're showing your age. Then what do kids say these days? Um, how about just cute? Cute. Got it. Um, super cute. Yeah, this is a pretty fresh outfit. Where did you get it? Macari. What's that? A new store? Mm, kinda. It's actually an online market where you can buy some of the coolest stuff. They have everything. From clothes, to shoes, to accessories, and more. Oh, it's just for kids? No, that's just it. It's for the whole family. And if you need to clean out your closet or garage, you can post your stuff to sell as well. Ah, uh, it's sort of like Amazon, right? It's more like a super cool consignment shop where you can get great deals and sell your stuff to make real money. That's cool. How can my audience check it out? Great question, Madison. The ATM family can just click the link in the show notes to get $30 off their first order and $10 cash when they post their first item for sale. That's dope. Super dope. See? I knew it. Knew what? I knew there was a word you kids are using to describe something cool. Like the hot girl summer. Mm-mm. No, don't do that, Daddy. That's that's not the look. <laughs> to get, get your, your look, look on, on for, for the, the fall, fall and beyond, beyond visit Macari. It's in the show notes today. today. A poem by Ovi Pettage Tanner. A ride with Santa. I wish that dear old Santa will take me for a ride. I like to drive his reindeer and sit by Santa's side. I'd like to help old Santa find all the girls and boys. So each one might be happy with Christmas books and toys. Jingle, jingle, jingle. Christmas toys we bring. Jingle, 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 oh, how the bells would ring. Let's do one last Christmas poem. This one is by Gay Downing, A Christmas Recipe. A pound of fun and a pound of joy. Make a nice present for a girl or boy. A cup of goodness and a cup of love. 
really are gifts from heaven above. A pinch of holly and a pinch of pine. Now we know it's Christmas time. Okay, everyone. Merry Christmas, and we'll see you next year. Bye. Thank you for listening to All Things Madison. Kindly take a moment to subscribe, leave a comment, and rate the show so that our participating partners know you are following along. You can get your Madison Lauren graphic tees at shopmadisonlauren.com or follow her YouTube channel at All Things Madison. This production was brought to you by Infinity Global Media Group, LLC. Contact us at smith.durante at gmail.com for bookings or more information. 